At City of Hope, its innovative treatments for cancer and groundbreaking research have saved millions of lives all over the world. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. Studies show that cancer patients treated by specialists have better outcomes. City of Hope's Department of Surgery is at the forefront of surgical advances and specializes in the latest minimally invasive and laparoscopic procedures and is a world leader in robotic-assisted techniques. My guest today is Dr. Vijay Trisal. He's an associate clinical professor in the Division of Surgical Oncology and the medical director of community practices at City of Hope Medical Foundation. Welcome to the show, Dr. Trisal. Please tell us what is surgical oncology. Uh, thank you for having me, Melanie. Um, so surgical oncology is uh, an additional layer on top of basic general surgery. So as you know, uh, surgeons train in a residency program where they go through five, sometimes even seven years of uh, doing general surgery where they can treat uh, operations every part of the body. But oncology, having become such a specialized field, not only understanding the surgical aspect, but understanding the biology of the disease, how the cells behave, what new medications there are, adds another layer of training on top of the surgery. So you have anywhere from two to four years of additional training uh, where there are designated ACGME-approved programs in this country which uh, impart that training for two to four years' time, and uh, mainly focusing on the uh, cancer surgery. So when, when fellows come here and they ask about what this additional training does to them, it really concentrates, um, in my mind, 15 to 20 years of experience in these two to four years' time, where what you would do and understand, say, let us say gastric cancer or breast cancer, by doing it yourself and learning you would get that experience in two to four years' time. That puts you at a level where you can really discern between the different complexities. So like I was uh, uh, talking about gastric cancer last week, some gastric cancers are closer to breast cancers. Some lung cancers are closer to melanoma, and not two lung cancers may be same. So there may be one lung cancer that is closer to melanoma as compared to another lung cancer. And to understand that, this additional training, I think, is very critical. And Dr. Trisal, why is it important for patients to see an oncology surgeon for cancer as opposed to a general surgeon? So first of all, I I don't think all uh, cancers um, need to be seen by a surgical oncologist, although there clearly is more evidence, as you are aware of, that uh, in complex cases, if you see a specialist, the outcomes are better. But if you have a simple right-sided colon cancer, I I don't think there is a huge difference in whether it is seen by a general surgeon or oncologist. But for the complex cases, whether it is esophageal cancer, whether it is pancreatic cancer, whether it is rectal cancer, whether it is a tumor called sarcoma or complex melanoma, the understanding of the disease and how you can tailor an approach to each patient that additional training is very critical. So there is data that has come out by looking at not just centers that have surgical oncologists, but high-volume centers. So pancreatic cancer surgery is complex surgery. If you're not doing a certain number every year, you do not have the understanding of which are the zebras in this. 
which are the ones where you may need to approach it differently first, where you may need to do chemotherapy first. So surgeons are trained to operate, and that is the thing they think of, and this is what one of my um, program directors used to say, that if you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And if you're a surgeon, you think of, okay, can I cut this out or not cut this out? But that approach in oncology is actually harmful sometimes because you may need to do chemotherapy first. You may need to shrink down the tumor and use radiation as one of your other hammers to see whether it comes off of critical structures where you have better chances of getting a negative margin. And that understanding, I think, is better in surgical oncology because of additional training, because of understanding of biology, because of what I think is more important is this interdisciplinary care. That means not only are you seeing a surgical oncologist, but that surgical oncologist presents this case in a multidisciplinary setting with a medical oncologist, with the social worker, with the radiation oncologist, with the radiologist. And what you do get is you get 200 years of concentrated experience between the 10 of them that can guide you towards even an incremental better outcome. And what are some of the new cancer-fighting medicines and technologies that are used by the specialists at City of Hope? Oh, we will have to have a, a decision for that. <laughs> but um, for, let us say, two or three diseases that uh, is a part of my passion and um, where my research interests are in melanoma, for example, uh, we have a huge deluge of new drugs um, that have really transformed how melanoma is treated. Ten years back, when we looked at melanoma, we had one drug, one medication, which was called interferon, which uh, used to basically be used in patients who had higher risk of, um, of recurrence. But what we have done is looked at the molecular targeting of these patients. We have seen that these cells evade the body's immune system. And they, have, they, they say that uh, the dumbest cancer cell is smarter than the smart oncologist. And these, these cancer cells are actually so smart that as soon as your body tries to fight it, it coats itself in a different envelope, telling the body's immune system that, oh, it's its own friend, it's not a foe. What the newer drugs have done is they have done one of two things. One is, on one side, they have taken the brakes off of the immune system. That means where there was an autoregulation of the immune system. So if I get a bad cold and I uh, have an allergy to something, uh, that is when your immune system overreacts. But there's a balance in the system. You don't want the immune system to overreact. Well, as when you have melanoma, you do want the immune system to overreact. So some of these drugs take the breaks off of the immune system and let our own cancer-fighting cells fight the cancer. Those are, uh, you know, uh, drugs like CTLA-4 blockers, which is called ipilimumab. These are newer drugs. The group of drugs that have come are called, basically, immune-mediated drugs. On the other side, what we have also done is accelerated the immune process. So not only are you taking the brakes off of this car so that it runs faster, but you also put your foot on the accelerator. So some of these drugs, which are called PD-1 or PD-1 ligand blockers, those are called program death. So PD stands for program death. And what they do is the cancer cells have this receptor like an antenna on top that tells the body's immune system not to eat it, in, in simple words. Uh, but what these PD-1 ligands do, they block that receptor and basically get this car to race faster 
so that the immune system can be upregulated. And similarly, let us talk about lung cancer or sarcomas. Uh, we are more and more looking at individual biomarkers, what are called targeted therapies or small molecule uh, fighters. And what they do is they look at uniqueness in these cancer cells. So if one cancer cell has an antenna that is dissimilar than your body's own cancer cell, you can just target that. So when we used to use chemotherapy, it is like a poison, rampant poison. It goes through the whole body, and you think that all cells that are fast dividing will die from this before the slow dividing cells die. And as you know, cancer cells are fast dividing, so you feel that they will be killed first. But with these targeted therapies, they're pretty much honed in onto the cancer cells. So the antennas on top of the cancer cell will be the only one that picks up this molecule. And through a process that is a big cascade of reactions that happen, the cancer cell would die. And that is where the focus on whether that is colon cancer, whether that is breast cancer, whether that is melanoma or that is lung cancer or the prostate cancer, that is where the field is going. Dr. Trisal, in just the last minute or so, why is it so important for patients to come to see a specialist at City of Hope? Uh, City of Hope is, is one of the most remarkable places in this country in the sense that you have a group of 230 physicians that just focus on oncology. There is a camaraderie between the physicians that really percolates and, and translates into better patient care. And I think the, the focus is really on the patient. You, you get the group of people who formulate um, guidelines in this country, so we're an NCCN-designated cancer center. All the guidelines, NCCN guidelines, there is a representative at City of Hope, and that really gets the education not only to the group of people that are together, but in this multidisciplinary setting, you have different disciplines that coordinate with each other very well, and you really have to see City of Hope to believe it, even right from the... Uh, time you enter into the gate from the person who takes your car to the person who greets you, the focus is really on the patient. I, I think um, when I came from Michigan, I really realized that it's not just another cancer center. It is elevated five notches above anything else I had seen. Thank you so much, Dr. Vijay Trisal. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. For more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.